Cheer up here. Belschnickel is here. <laughs> I cannot say that normally. Um, hi, guys. I don't know what to say. That would be like a, a fun little well, clip. Yeah. Well, welcome back to Crimes of the Times. I'm Lauren. And I'm Haley. And today we have Cammie with us again. Hi. I'm Cammie. <laughs> Yay. And um, so this time, or this episode, is going to be part two of... Last year's episode, which happened around, like, the same time of Spooky Christmas, but this is Spookier Christmas. It's not really necessarily spookier, it's just more fun to say Spookier Christmas. Yeah, because you're supposed to, like, level up yeah, with like all 2. the parts. 2.0. But, yeah, I asked Cammy to be with us because it's more fun. <laughs> Um, and right now we have Darth Vader Yule Log. Yes, the Darth Vader Yule Log going on. So if you hear know. any crackling, that's what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, it's Darth getting a little toasty. A little sizzled. A little sizzled. <laughs> okay, Kimmy, I have a question for you. What are, like, some Christmas traditions of Argentina? Ooh, good question, good question. Okay, I, I'm sure that you guys already know about this, because some other countries do it, too. But the big event is on the 24th instead of the 25th and so my family will always like get together at around maybe six uh-huh. but we're not even close to having dinner <laughs> and then we at like six seven we drink mate the drink that i have sometimes the one that's like in the, the yeah thing there, it looks like you're like doing drugs, doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yes that that sounds like mate <laughs> So we drink that, and that's when you, like, finalize the the dinner and everything. And it's during the summer. Yeah. So we have Christmas in the summer. And so usually we will have something going on outside. You know, we'll be outside, or there's... If we have a pool, then we'll be in the pool, and, like, then we get ready for dinner. Then we have dinner so around, fun. like, 9, 9.30. Oh, my goodness. I would die, because I <laughs> I think I'm an old person. Well, my brother would die. He gets hungry at, like, 5. And That's us. literally <laughs> me. I have to, if I know I'm going to eat late, then I have to have, like, a a late lunch or, like, a second lunch. I mean, you guys have, like, like yeah, we, we're definitely, and absolutely, and, like, when we drink mate, we have, like, pastries and, like, Ooh. like baked goods, usually, yeah. like, salt, well, it, you could have salty things, but usually it's, like, sweets, and then we have dinner, and then when it hits midnight, we all go outside, and there's fireworks, everybody oh, does fireworks, so and so we all go outside, and that's when Santa comes. <laughs> So Santa comes and you're outside, so you don't see him, so you always miss him. Oh, so like Santa's in your house while you're outside. Right. I mean, how convenient, right? Yeah. So all the kids, we all go outside and we're watching the fireworks, and all of a sudden we're like, someone from inside is like, guys, Santa just came, like, come, come look. So we all come back inside and we look at the presents and we stay up late and we play with all of our toys and stay with cousins and friends and. That's so We go fun. back to the pool, yeah, and we just keep so eating. <laughs> yep. My family, we also open our Christmas presents on, on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Because, well, it, like, started, we used to just do it on Christmas, but then yeah. my brother went to Germany, and in Germany, they, like... That's how they do it? That's how they do it, and, like, when we were... You guys, we should German, just so. switch it. Yeah, just switch it to the 24th. It's better, because you get to, like, It's open better, presents. and then you can sleep in. Yeah, and then all we do on the... Well, we do, like, Christmas stuff on the 25th, but we... That's when we get our stockings, is, like, the Oh, next yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm basic. I, <laughs> I watch the Polar Express on New Year's Eve every year, drink hot chocolate, and... Oh, and we have, have matching pajamas, and then in the morning... Um, usually my brother is the one that wakes us all up, and and then I'm like, I don't want to get up, and I forget that it's Christmas, and then I get up. So fun. Yes. Okay, so I'll give you guys a little summary, all you listeners and you guys, because Kami hasn't listened to our last Shh, don't tell them. (laughs) So much for our biggest (laughs) (laughs) And then, I don't know if necessarily... Lauren remembers. Okay, so... I'm I remember uh, quite a bit, but yeah. I don't know if I remember everything. Well, so I listened to it today on my way home from okay. work. I was, like, skipping through it. But <laughs> I was listening to all, like, the stuff, 
But anyways, so um, I started off with Belschnickel. As you should. Because that was, yes, I'm wearing my Belschnickel sweatshirt. This is what I was wearing last time I recorded this, because I say that in our episode. That's the only reason why I know I would wear this. <laughs> but okay. yeah, that's why I was being obnoxious at the very <laughs> beginning, as I'm just quoting Dwight being Belschnickel. And then we talked about Krampus. And, and the movie. In the movie. And actually, there's a guy on TikTok, the one who gets, like, really drunk and, like, orders a bunch of stuff, like, from Disney. He's funny. He's, like, British. Oh. I feel he, like I, I've, I've seen his videos, but I don't remember. He Crocs and stuff. Mm. He's so funny. Anyways, he, so right now he's in Austria, and he's, like, posted a video of them getting chased by Krampus. <gasps> no! Yeah, oh. It's so funny. He's, like, screaming and okay. stuff. No. After, after this, yeah. we have to watch to this, yes. Um, I might have, like, Lauren, like, put it in our... Um, that's our, so scary. Our, whatever the story, post, yeah, the story, yeah, and our Instagram stories, and it's, and then we talked about Yule lads, and Yule lads were like, they're basically like evil, like little Snow, Snow White's the Seven Dwarves. They're evil, little elves, little elves. Well, they're lads. They're not even elves. Yeah, but you call them dwarves, and I feel like they are like dwarves. But I feel like elves are more Christmassy. Sorry. No, but like they're. They're little lads. I get it. They're little lads. Anyways, in the the episode, we talk about, like, which lad we are, and there's one, like, a door sniffer. That's what it was called. And Laura's like, that's me, even before we, like, talk about what it does. And the door sniffer is, like, has, like, a really big nose and an insatiable appetite for baked goods. And we're like, oh, "Oh, yeah. And then there's, like, there's, like, spoon liquor and bowl liquor and, like, weird, there's weird names. I am 100% a bowl liquor in general. Like, if I have ice cream, I'm licking that bowl. That's it exactly what you talked about <laughs> oh, in really? the last one. Oh, that's like, crazy. Because I literally listened to it, like, a couple hours ago. Um, and then there's, like, the candle stealer. And then Lauren's talking about how that's her because she would steal candles from, like, Bath and Body Works if she could. She doesn't. She does them. That's what I was thinking in my head when you were saying yeah. that. Yeah. But we just had candle day, so... Yes, we did. And no need to steal, because they were, so, like, nicely on discount. We got the yes. receipts. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, last time we also talked about, uh, it's, like, they're the Yulad's mom. Her name's, like, Grula or something. Grayla oh, yeah. or something. And she has, like, a Yule cat, and the Yule cat, like, eats, like, kids who are, who don't have, like, new clothes or whatever. <laughs> and... Rude. And then we talked about, like, just different Christmas traditions, like, where they come from, uh, and, like, what they mean, like, stockings, and that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head right now, but, <laughs> um, so, uh, anyways, on to our actual episode, like, the new things, I am trying to figure out which one I want to start with. I think I'm going to start with Christmas spiders. And it's not, it's not uh, scary. It's interesting. Um, it's not scary. It's actually kind of nice. Like, it's a nice story. Yeah, but spiders just, uh, well, I don't, I don't think. I never thought I would hear nice and spiders in the I, same sentence for, from coming me? from you. Yeah. Yes, I know. I mean, I like Charlotte's love. Charlotte's cool. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So this is, like, from, like, Ukraine, Germany, Poland, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Russia. And this is the story. So I'm just going to read you the story. Okay. So, um, a poor, hard work, but hardworking widow once lived in a small hut with her children. One summer day, a pine cone fell on the earthen floor of the hut and took root. The widow's children cared for the tree, excited at the prospect of having a Christmas tree by winter. The tree grew. The tree grew, but when Christmas Eve arrived, they could not afford to decorate it. The children sadly went to bed and fell asleep. Early the next morning, they woke and saw the tree covered the tree covered in cobwebs. They opened the windows. The first ray of sunlight touched the webs and turned them into gold and silver. The wind, the widow and her children were overjoyed. From then on, they never lived in poverty again. So the Christmas spiders, Score. like, spun their webs, and their webs were made out of gold and silver. So they made money or whatever. Okay. But that's why people put tinsel on their trees. That's our tinsel. <gasps> oh, concert. no way. And so our, I was not going to guess. Yeah, I put tinsel on our tree. Yeah. I've never done that growing up. Yeah, I haven't either. But this year I saw all the TikTok and all the Pinterest, and I was like, I'm putting tinsel on our trees. Yeah, so. that's crazy. So Lauren wants us to be rich. Yeah, please. Basically. 
Yeah. Keep I'm it up. Keep it up. Yeah. That's being rich. We love that. <laughs> it kind of makes me think of, like, that story makes me think of, like, just Halloween decorations, how people put cobwebs on bushes. I always think that's oh. a pain to take out. Those things get stuck to, like, your clothes and all that stuff you walk Well, by. tinsel gets stuck. It's oh, all, yeah. it's, it's still, I find it on our floor, and I'm like, yeah. oh, great. Um, but anyways, so that was the Christmas spider, so it was, like, a nice story. It's not really scary. Yeah. I mean, spiders are scary in general. Don't yeah. love them. But that was, like, a little <laughs> cool thing. Okay, so now I want to talk about Frau Percha. Percha? I'm saying her name wrong. Okay. I don't know. I didn't look her name up, but it's... It's okay. Percha. She's the Christmas witch. Ooh, I like it. Yes, the Christmas witch. She's kind of scary, though. Oh, I don't like it. (laughs) uh, She's from the Alpine regions of southern Germany and Austria. I feel like all the scary things come from Germany and Austria. (laughs) (laughs) They're like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, sometimes she's called Bertha or Bertha. And tell me why I put these German names in there. Like, I was going to know how to say them. I don't speak German. <laughs> but it's like Spinner Stub Frau. Anyways, it's... My, my brother's going to be like, what? What on earth was that pronunciation? <laughs> it means spinning room lady. So, she resembles the... She's like, I think a German, Germanic goddess or whatever. Holda. And... Um, so, Jacob Grimm, one of the brothers oh, Grimm. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, we're going to be talking about the show Grimm. Maybe I might mention the Sisters Grimm, that book Go, series. Those books are good. They are good. I'm currently reading them. They're for children, but they're actually really good. Anyway, so, <laughs> Jacob Grimm, you know, the little fairy tale, the spooky fairy tale man. Yeah. He said that um, Percha, Perchta, is Holda's cousin, and they are guardians of the beasts and they love they are obsessed with spinning so spinning is like like from snow white you know like the spinning wheel oh it's like you make, mean, you mean yarn. like sleeping beauty yeah sleeping beauty sorry and rumpled silkskin yeah the all magic comes yeah <laughs> he makes the gold anyways yeah <laughs> so that's the spinning like spinning like making yarn basically okay i was thinking uh, I was thinking of Haley's niece, uh, just spinning around in circles. I was yeah. like, that's that's what I was picturing Not too, that like somebody kind of spinning. spinning. The the kind of spinning where you don't want to put your finger on the, or you'll fall asleep. You'll forever. fall asleep forever. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So Jacob also said, Perchta, she comes in like two forms. One's like a beautiful woman, and the other's like a crotchety old lady. And they, uh, he said that she had like one. Well, okay, so. As everyone, not just Jacob Grimm, said this, that she would come, like, as, like, a beautiful woman or, uh, like, a scary old lady. But Jacob then says that she had one larger foot and, like, one normal foot. And her larger foot was, like, either sometimes looked like a goose foot or a swan foot, which uh, meant that she could shapeshift, like, into, like, an animal. Oh, so we're getting into Harry Potter-esque Kind of, vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then it was also said that, like, her, like, old lady form had, like, a beaked nose made out of iron. Uh, I don't, I think that's really scary. Yes. If any of my, uh, thrown a glass people out there, it made me think <laughs> of the Iron Teeth Witches, which is really cool, because Manon is the best character in there, so, just saying. Anyways, I digress. Uh, so she's... Like, the old ladies usually dress in rags, which is kind of... Once I tell you about her, you're going to be like, she's kind of judgy for someone who dresses in mm. that kind of outfit. <laughs> she carries a cane. <laughs> Obviously, she's obsessed with spinning, like, the making the yarn. And she was also obsessed with domestic neatness. So, a clean house. Okay. So I know people like that. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Yeah, not Haley. Just kidding. Excuse me, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, we confirmed. Just your bed. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just agreeing with you. That's a little judgy for someone not just kidding. <laughs> Cammy can judge us though. Her room's clean. Always. I'm not judging you. Okay, so 
Um, she's like associated with like Twelfth Night and like the Twelve Nights. It's different than like the Twelve Days of Christmas. The it's like Twelfth Night and that it's like about the coming of Epiphany, and that starts like on Christmas. And okay. Then there's twelve days after Christmas, and then she comes on scary. Like she comes on all those nights, and then the last night, the last night of it, which is usually the twelfth night, is usually on January sixth. And okay. that's the day I was talking about because January sixth is it's a scary day. It's a scary day. Uh, do you know what happened on January sixth? No. That's when a bunch of people stormed, stormed the, the Capitol. Capitol. Like you remember that when, like recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. January sixth, and then people would do like the Taylor Swift sound. There's a sound that people like mesh together several of her songs to be like, um, like "Do you really want to know where I was January sixth? <laughs> and then and then it goes on and it goes. There's there are many different ways that you can kill a congressman, <laughs> and it's a spooky audio, but it's kind of funny. Anyway. Anyways, so, um, the coming of the Epiphany is basically the celebration of the visit of the Magi to baby Jesus. Nice. Yeah. So it's, like, it's a cool night. Um, they usually celebrate Epiphany by, like, putting, like, chalk on their doors and then getting their houses Mm. blessed. There's, like, the Three Kings cake. I want that, whatever it is. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't cake look, sounds good. I didn't look it up. Watching it could probably be something like... It's probably like going to be like a or meat cake or something. Um, and then people did winter swimming. And I wonder... Winter uh, swimming? I, I don't know. I'm like, is it cold swimming or warm swimming? Like, Polar plunge? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds not fun. And then people also go to church. Let's sounds go. basic, but also really fun because yes. I do that too. Yeah. Um... But something I saw a lot was that it was, you have, like, two different nights where you're supposed to, oh, that looks kind of good. That was good. Like a little bunt cake? Mm, yeah. I love me some bunt cake. Okay. So, I saw this a couple times about, like, the 12 days of Christmas, um, this, like, time of year was there's, like, two days where you you have, like, two chances to get all your Christmas decorations put away. <gasps> and one of them's, like, the day, like, it has to be before January 6th, <laughs> and the other one is before Candlemas, and I feel like that's before January 6th. And because it's unlucky to have Christmas decorations hanging by January 6th. Like, it's, it messes up your whole year. Okay, so... Don't follow Taylor Swift's directions of we can keep the Christmas lights up till January in the song Lover. So, like, the minute after New Year's, like, when everyone leaves, like, because we're having a party, when everyone leaves, we're we're decorating. We want want, want good weather, we want good luck, like, all that stuff. That's that's interesting, because, like, in Argentina, we also celebrate, like, January 6th, like, Uh the, that's, like, Dia de Reyes. Yeah. And we we get gifts again. That the kings brought to us, Dang, basically. I don't want, I mean, need to celebrate. <laughs> More gifts, please. Um, okay, so this is like the folklore of Bavaria and Austria. So, Perchta, she was said to roam the countryside during like at like midwinter and enter homes during the 12 nights, the 12, sorry, the 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany, especially on the 12th night. Um, and she would know whether the children and young servants of the household had behaved well and worked, like, worked well, like, all year. So, like, you had to be clean, you had to, like, be a good child, and if not, oh, like, if you're good, you'd find, like, a small silver coin in your shoe, or, like, a pail. Sweet. If not, she would slit your belly open. Oh! (gasps) And oh. um, remove your stomach and your gut. What? What? And whoa, whoa. she'd stuff the hole. That hole. escalated very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> she'd stuff the hole with straw and pebbles. And okay, can and I just stuff. say that the gift is so lame compared to, like, that's, like, the, it's the just. punishment? It's just, like, oh, you get a little coin, like, how boring, okay? Yeah, but if but not, then, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> 
then the punishment is so extreme. Like, I need an extreme gift. Yeah. If I'm going to be good, I need, like... A million dollars yeah, or something. Yeah, give me, like, five million of these silver coins. Except, Come like, on. if I had that, like, in my knowledge, like, if I don't clean... Then she just slit my stomach open and put oh. rocks and stuff. I my room would be clean. I kind of need that fear. It's like the True. putting the fear of God into your children. I need the fear of uh, Petra Perchka Perchta to like make me make sure my room is always clean. Okay, so you guys need to threaten me to slit my belly open because I need to. I feel like that's something I would threaten. I need with, to have even. um motivation to clean my room. Exactly. I should, I'll just dress up like an old lady with, like, a knife. and like, hee! That's okay. <laughs> I mean, locking my door. You, you just said you wanted that, so. Yeah, well, I didn't want you threatening me with a knife. That's what she does. She's like, That's, oh, I'm going to slay her up your you, stomach. For, uh, yeah, you want to thread or you, you don't want to do, thread? Like, 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 like make spoon? up your mind, Lauren. Try to like, take it out with okay. a spoon. I was with saying, a spoon, it would hurt even more. Yeah, I'd rather have a <laughs> wooden spoon. <laughs> All right, I got that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, so um, uh, she was like, this is like she's obsessed with spinning, like making yarn and stuff, and so like she was particularly concerned to see the girls that girls had spun their whole like allotted portion of like flax, which is like stuff to make yarn during or wool like during the year. So it was very important that you had spun all of your yarn, basically. That year. And if you haven't, then you're in big trouble. So all the cross-stitching, or not cross-stitching, all like the a, crocheting this... that Lauren said she was going to do, that she didn't do. <laughs> this is a big... Is coming for you. Big to-do list. It is. There's a lot of things that you need to be on top of. Yeah. You're... <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm not on top of anything. I love how, so... like, it's... <laughs> I literally, if I, if I don't wake up and I just have a stomach slit open with pebbles and whatever just know that i was i didn't do all the things i said i would <laughs> fine i'm pretty sure bell schnickle or cramp doesn't come for me this year because i don't think i'm on the nice list dang um okay so she would also slip people's bellies open and set them with straw if they ate something on the night of her feast day when is that? So when is her feast day? Do, do they not know? No, I think the feast, her feast day, when is her feast day? They're, she's like, guess what I'm going to yeah. feast. If you eat, <laughs> I know. then I'm going to kill and they're you. Like, they're like, <laughs> she like chooses every, and like that's the other thing, like what if she chooses just the day when like the most people ate something? I feel something? like it's, the, it's January 6th. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. You're like, so, like, are you not allowed to eat on that day? That's what I was thinking, but you guys made me doubt myself. I was like, well, I don't know, know you're good. Days. But I'm like, it's a feast day. Like, how are you not supposed to eat? Um, so, oh, okay. This it's is more like a fast finish, day. I didn't finish reading what I was. Oh, so okay. Just, we're, oh. we're talking about Let's things go. that don't even matter. Oh. <laughs> I always listen to As we usually oh. do. Okay, so... Her feast day is January 6th. Okay. Epiphany day or whatever. And um, if you ate something on that night, other than the traditional meal of fish and gruel. And I don't, gruel. Know, don't know what gruel is, but it makes me think of Michael Scott when he's prison night. He's like, gruel, <laughs> omelets, gruel. That's funny. Uh, I don't want fish and gruel. That sounds like the worst meal literally ever yeah, that anyone could ever you know make. gruel is? Like I'm, I'm assuming it's like like crappy sloppy joes. Ooh, no. that well, sounds disgusting. I love sloppy joes. <laughs> sloppy joes are good, but like joes. a crappy one would be disgusting. And the fish is probably just I fishy feel like tasting. Gruel is just like like and um, like not clean. That's oh. the way I like picture it. It's like it. a smelly fish that was found at the bottom <laughs> of the ocean with a boot. It's like the fish that just eats. When they're camping for Thanksgiving and she like eats oh, a fish, oh ew, and it's like rotting, and then she's stuff. like in the in the I'm hospital. Dying. Yeah. Okay, this that. is a gruel. Is a food consisting of some type of cereal, such as like ground oats, wheat, <laughs> rye, like or rice, heated or boiled in water or milk. That's disgusting. Ew. Why did my mind just go to like look charms? <laughs> I wish. No, it's like literally like like a bad version of like oatmeal, like poopy oatmeal. And fish. That's and fish. Wait, that sounds about... terrible. Like, that's what you're Fishy saying, oatmeal. On, like, a holiday? 
No thanks. Delicious. That's what I'm making for you Yum. guys. <laughs> okay, so um, she has like an entourage also. Oh. They're like called the Perchton, or um, and they were like um, the people would like wear like animal masks. Oh, they nope. weren't in like parades and festivals. They're scary looking masks. They look like. Krampus mask. I don't like masks. Don't do them. No, thank you. We don't like masks. Um, People wear them in parades and festivals in the mountainous regions of Austria. Um, And then the 16th century, the Perchton took two forms. Some are beautiful and bright. And I'm not going to say the name because I don't know how to say this name. (laughs) It's in German. Or Austrian, I guess. I don't know. Austrian. They speak German. I think. I sound dumb. (laughs) Anyways. um, And then there's like um, ugly ones. And the, the good ones, the beautiful ones, they bring luck and wealth to people. And then there's the ugly ones, and they have fangs, tusks, horse tails, and they're used, which are used to drive out demons and ghosts. So they kind of, like, serve good purposes to, like, the, like, the scary, ugly ones scare away demons and ghosts, and the, the pretty ones give you, like, good luck and that stuff. Nice. Um, Kind of like cockroaches, that yeah. you need them for, you know, they need to, like, eat other bugs or whatever. Is that what cockroaches do? I don't know nothing about cockroaches. Cockroaches are just scary. I don't know. I like just them. know that they, they will survive the apocalypse, because the little cockroach in Wally survived, so. Dang, they're yeah, strong. They are strong. <laughs> uh, I think people say because they, like, they survive, like, nuclear blasts and stuff. So, it's <laughs> the Oppenheimer movie. True. Um, so, and then men dressed as ugly perched in during the 16th century went from house to house driving out bad spirits. Uh, so that's, that's good. Yeah. They're, so, they're like, driving out the bad the, spirits. The perched in are, like, kind of good. Like, they're not really bad. They don't, like, do anything bad to you. They, like, get away demons. And it's perched up, who's kind of scary if you don't clean your room. I feel or like, <laughs> bad kid. I feel like, though, they, they would be scary because... Like, you know that they're coming, but all of a sudden you have someone running into your house like, demons, get out of here, you know? And I'd be scared. I'd be, like, happy, though, that they're getting rid of the demons. Yeah. Because demons are... What if you're the demon, though? Would they get rid of you? Yeah, Um, probably. Yeah, let's slit your belly open. Okay, we're going to talk about Hans Trap. He's the Christmas scarecrow. Ooh. Okay, I don't like scary. Well, this one is spooky. I will tell you this. Huh. Um. Okay, so this is like French. So we have the French people to blame for this croissant. And I'm not, I'm saying that because I also am French a little bit. Well, I'm actually more French than I am German, which is kind of funny. I, well, my my little twenty three me says I'm French and German. There's no difference. It just says that I'm French and German. I'm like, how am I supposed to know which one I am? I identity crisis. I think that I'm more exactly. German than French. I'm more but English I than anything. And then I'm a teeny tiny bit of Greek, which is cool because I'm all, I'm gonna be talking about a little bit of Greek, a Greek one. Anyways, sorry. Okay, the Christmas scarecrow, Hans Trap. He's based off of a real person, and I will tell you about the real person in just a second. But I'm gonna read to you about. Hans Trapp. Because the real person has a different name. His name's like Hans von uh, Trotha or something like that. Anyways. Okay. So French regions of Alsace? I don't know. Alsace? Yeah. The French regions of Alsace and Lorraine. He lived in like the 1400s. He was like a rich, powerful, and merciless man. And like so Hans... He starts out as a man before he becomes, like, a scary scarecrow. So he's, like, they, I was reading, he has, like, this thirst for power. He wants to be very powerful. And he wants to, like, be, have more money and all this stuff. So he makes t- deals, like, a deal with the devil to, like, make more money, become more powerful. And then, like, the church finds out about this. And the Pope excommun- excommunicates him. As he should. So he gets excommunicated. He is banished from Alsace. Alsace. I don't want to say the same. Alsace. And his wealth and lands are confiscated. 
And so then he's like forced to like make a home in the mountains of Bavaria in Germany. And there he like broods and festers. Ew, his, don't say fester. His evilness <laughs> festers it. <laughs> and his evil desires. And there he he um starts to desire human flesh. Ew. Ew. No. 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 Canceled. <laughs> So, what's this guy's name again? Hans Trapp. Uh, Hans is canceled. Hans is not even real. Okay. Wow. This Hans is not real. Okay. So he wants to eat. He wants. He desires man flesh. That's from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say <laughs> only men. Like, what about the women? The man flesh is men is in. Is in all mankind. Yeah. Mankind. Right. Right. Yeah. Because the the orcs are like. We desire man flesh. And then they're like, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. It's my... I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Well, you so. know, I never see it. That part is hilarious. And I get excited about it every time I see it. Okay, maybe I should watch it. Well, okay. I'm going to go off on a little tangent. I saw a meme and it was like, I desire man flesh. And then it was like a picture of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like my Tumblr days. So I was like, reblog. Reblog. <laughs> or might be on Pinterest. I don't know. It probably wouldn't take me very long to find it. Anyways, so he wants to eat humans or the flesh, and so he like wears straw as a disguise. I don't know why. Like so he's in the mountains. I don't know where why there would be straw like tied. Maybe well, like a farm. Maybe maybe he's like, oh, they're gonna think that my belly was slid open and stuffed with straw and pebbles. <laughs> I'm not alive anymore. But Jokes on French. them. Okay, well, that was an. Anyways, <sighs> maybe yeah. Okay, well, okay. Now I realize why he wore straw, like as a disguise, because there was a little shepherd boy <gasps> walking on the the no. the lonely roads. No! This is Jeffrey Dahmer's status. I'm so scared. I'm so scared, and too. So he has, like, a sh- really sharp, like, stabby stick, and he stabs the boy with it. <laughs> Takes the boy to his lair. Rude! <gasps> where he s- chops him up and slices no! him and roasts his, um, roasts him no. and eats him. <gasps> like, he cooked him. Yeah, he cooked him. And then, um, so then, like, the not all the naughty children are warned that Hans Trapp's spirit would come and visit them as a scarecrow if they aren't good. Whew. Ew, uh, I don't like that. I don't one. like that either. That was spooky. So it's like, I feel like it's like, yeah, he's a like, it didn't take place during Christmas, but like, they threaten you that he's gonna come get you, like, on Christmas or whatever. <gasps> kind of like all the other ones. Yeah. That's when they scary. said, like, he would, like, also, like, travel with Santa, I don't know how that stuff feels. I'm like, okay. There's always threats around Christmas. Be yeah. good. Call Santa. Um, Be so. good or you'll have your flesh eaten. Like, that's... The, the scary, scary yeah. scarecrow. I feel like scarecrows are really scary in general. I, I don't like them either, yeah. They're just scary. They scare me. I guess I'm a crow because they scare me. Uh. I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> okay, so... Hans Trapp is based off a real person named Hans von Trotha. Okay, Hans, this Hans von Trotha was not a cannibal or like, like he was just a children or creepy recluse or something. Um, maybe kind of. He was a knight. He was knighted by oh. like the king of France. Oh, That's legit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he had two castles in Palatine, and that's like. Palatine is an area where it's, like, inclusive of France and Germany. And so he was arguing with the church. The church as in the Catholic church, because the Catholic church, like, ruled everything back in the day. Um, that argued with the church over the property inside one of his, like, castles. And, the, like, the abbot, like, the church abbot, like, would not concede to... Von Trot, but like would not like give him the stuff that he says that he owns or would not give the church the stuff. Um, so he's arguing with this abbot, and so he has punishment to like uh Hans, 
he, this is real, this really happened, he stopped the supply of water going into this, like, little village called um, Wessenburg with a dam. So he built a dam, and then the, the village didn't have any water. Like, Dang. He went all out. Well, so then the abbot was like, you know what, I'm going to fight back. So the abbot then had the dam destroyed, and then the because they destroyed the dam, it flooded the village. and That's terrible. And no. flooded the villagers' homes and businesses. No, not the villagers. Okay, so the story gets kind of interesting. So the Pope, um, so uh, the abbot, he, like, was communicating with the Pope. He went directly to the Pope and was like, you need to deal with this. So the Pope at the time that the abbot was complaining about Hans was Pope Innocent, which I just talked about Pope Innocent when I was talking about the witch, like, my witch episode. He's the one who was like, yeah, burn all the witches and dealt yeah. with, like, Heinrich Kramer. Kramer yeah. Pope or whatever. not so innocent. Yeah, Pope not so innocent. <laughs> so, um, then the next Pope, Pope Alexander, he wrote, or he, like, summoned Hans von Trapp Trotha to like come to Rome and like talk to him and stuff because like Hans is gonna get like in trouble for doing all this stuff and it's been like eight years since this happened and Hans was like I'm not doing that I'm not going to Rome and he wrote him a letter saying that he believed in like like that he believed like in Christianity and all that stuff but he believed that the Pope at the time Pope Alexander was like immoral so, and he said that to the Pope in a letter. And then, um, so the... Spicy. Yeah. The Roman German king and emperor, Maximilian, pronounced an imperial ban on Hans, which basically is like, you're in big, big, big trouble. And he, Hans then gets excommunicated from like the Catholic Church. And so Hans gets sent to the French royal court during the Italian wars because he has a lot of diplomatic skills. I mean, he was brave enough to like go against the Pope. So he had a lot of diplomatic skills and he helped a lot during like France during that time. And so King Louis, the whatever, this is a big number. I think like the 13th, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh, knighted him and then he like had... When he, they also called him the Black Knight because of like this, he kind of has like a sketchy past. And they also called him like a robber baron, which is basically like, if you guys have seen like any version of Robin Hood. Yeah. You know, like oh. the, the Sheriff of Nottingham, like the Sheriff of Nottingham's bad and he like, he taxes all the people and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like what they're calling him all these things. And they're basically comparing Ron, Hans, not Ron, sorry. I have the, I have an art, like, anyways, so they're basically comparing Hans to, like, the shit, like, that's the only explanation I can give you. He's kind of like the Sheriff of Nottingham. And the other thing about him is that he was really, really tall. <gasps> they tall said, king. They, that's what I wrote, I wrote tall king. He's, like, two, they said two meters high, which is six five. Oh. I was like, you know what? I was like, why am I attracted to the sketchy Standing ovation. Standing ovation. I was like, why am I attracted to the sketchy man? But I am. So. It happens. I'm imagining him as Gaston. Like, that's what I've been imagining him as. Especially because he's French. What I imagined him as after I read, like, his height and that he's kind of like the Sheriff of Nottingham was. So I looked this up because I was curious. And I know that two tall men have played the Sheriff of Nottingham. And one of them is Matthew McFadden, who's <gasps> Mr. Darcy. Yes! he's 6'3". And then Alan Rickman also plays the Sheriff <gasps> of Nottingham, and he's 6'1". And I was like, he's he's basically a Sheriff of Nottingham, but he's, like, kind of hot. <laughs> I'm sure he's terrible. He literally, like, he, like, did not... We're talking about, like, oh, yeah, ha, he's a tall king. But he literally, like, prevented yeah. people from having water. Yeah. But he did help France during the war. Like, their war. <laughs> and it was, so when, um, when Hans uh, von Trotha died, the church forgave him. He was denied all that stuff. But here's a little poem about Hans Trapp, not Hans von Trotha, but, like, the little, the, 
uh, Scarecrow Man. It says, look, here comes Hontrap. He has that nice pointed hat and a beard white like Roan. He comes from the beautiful starry sky and brings children a rod who do not sing, who do, who do not do singing and praying. Look, Hans Trap, we are so small and good and obedient at home. At home, shouldn't come with your stick because we can sing and pray too. So it's basically a little creepy little poem about how he'll bring a rod to the kids who don't sing and pray, who pray, who don't sing or pray. And the kids are like, no, we do. And yeah. No, we do. Please don't please. stop. Please, please stop. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the. They're called. Oh, okay, well, this this will be an interest. This is like like a Greek name. The Colicans uh, arose. Colicans arose. Yeah, the Colicans arose. They are. Um, I talked about this in the last our last episode. I compared these little things to like the Yule lads. Okay. Because there's an episode of Grimm where these these like they're like little preteen boys and they turn into these little monsters. And they're around Christmas time, and they're terrorizing the town. This is what they really are. Like, in Grimm, they, like, say this name, like, the Call of Cancer Rose. And, um, they're not the lads. Anyway, so this is, like, they're, you see, like, the stories about them in, like, Greece, Bulgaria, Turkey, Siberia, Albania, and Cyprus. So, and, um, so this, I'm going to tell you more about the Greek side of it because there's like a lot more information but the colicanceros were like lived underground they're these little creatures underground and what they did was they would saw like all year all year all year round they would saw the trunk of the tree that holds the earth together so that the earth would like so that the tree would collapse and the earth would collapse but they like they want to destroy the world Oh, okay. That's kind of extreme. Maybe, like, start small. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, thinking. But no, like, yeah, let's they, get they to think. it. <laughs> so, um, then, so when the final part of the trunk is about to be sawed, Christmas dawns, and the Colicansa Rose are able to come to the surface, and so they forget about the tree, and they come up to bring trouble to us mere mortals. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. <laughs> And so they forget. I mean, it's kind of good they forget about the tree that they're almost finished sawing to like, destroy the world. I'm just scared to know what they try to do to us mere mortals. Us. They're like little hooligans. Basically. Okay, they're like Zach and Cody, but maybe a little worse. Yeah, like <laughs> maybe a little, a lot of worse. Yeah. Um, and then so they um on. The on see it's, there's a lot of stuff that happens on January sixth. So on a day, the sun starts moving again. They must return to uh, underground to continue their sawing, and then they That's would crazy. see that during their absence when they were like messing around. So like those twelve, it you know what the twelve days after Christmas, scary time, dark place, dark Ooh. time. That's when you can get caught by like a bunch of little monsters. Oh okay, we gosh. can do it. We can survive. We will survive. <laughs> we we will get all our stuff. I got my bat. I'm ready. I'll I'll, I'll be okay. A here's lad. the thing, guys. You're gonna be gone. No, for... I'll be I'll be home for that stuff. I'll be home the day after Christmas. So y'all have true. to survive we will be... one day without me, and then I'll protect you. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um. So they when they when they come back, they see that the. The world tree has healed itself, and then so they must they have to start work all over again. Oh, that sucks for them. Yeah. So this is like how they're described as like. So sometimes they're described like short. Sometimes they're described as tall, but like black and hairy, with burning red eyes, ew, goat ew. or donkey ears, monkey arms, tongues that hang out, heads that are huge. So they're uh. ugly. Um, but most common belief is that they're small black creatures, humanoid, apart from their long black tails. They're kind of like little ugly monkey things. Um, said they resemble little black devils. They are all, also mostly blind and speak with a lisp. 
Okay. And they'll eat frogs, worms, and other small creatures. And they're known to be really, really stinky. Ew! Gross. So you can smell them coming. Yeah. You can smell them. That's like the episode of Grimm. They're stinky. So they're like creatures of the night. It's like stink, stink, stunk. It's like, exactly. They, it's like the Grinch. They're basically the Grinch, but like... The Grinch. Not green. I would yeah. say they are the Grinch, but not green. A little more monkey. Yeah, a little more... Like, Brownish. Like monkey... I mean, apes are kind of scary. They'll rip your face off. So I feel like these little... Oh, yeah. Yeah, little, I can see that. Maybe with some sass, though, like... An ape with the sass of the Grinch. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. I don't know why I did that pose. But Things don't waste. Um, so they're creatures of the night, but they're dumb. They, oh, they would get good. tricked. People would trick them. So um We can trick them. This is how people would protect them. They used to leave like colanders, like you know, like to strain your yeah. your lettuce, that kind of stuff. I don't know why the lettuce. lettuce. This is the only thing I can think of. Like pasta, whatever. Yeah, that's what I usually use it for. Okay, well, you have to go wash your lettuce, okay, guys? So, um, they would leave a colander on their, like, doorstep to trick the, the, I don't know, I can't think of say their name. The apes. The Cala Canceros. <laughs> and because they couldn't, like, count very high. So, it was believed that since they couldn't count above two... They oh, get, they oh that's, that's really not very high. <laughs> because three was like a holy number, so because of like the trinity or whatever, so uh-huh. I couldn't count above two that I can't count. They're like three. one, two. One, well, two. Um, one, two. Like, and if they, they said three, like they would like have to kill themselves. Oh, <gasps> that's kind of extreme. Okay. But, um, so they would also sit, but because they're dumb, they have to count all the holes in the colander. They sit by the doorstep all night, counting each hole. One, two, one, two, one, yeah, two. one, two. Literally one, two. what you were saying. Like, one, two, one plus two. And they're like, two plus two. They're like, I forgot what number I'm at. I gotta start oh, over. Start with, and if it's a call, they're like, you don't know which one you started I with. Know. <laughs> I start all over again. Um, and so then they would like, the sun would rise and they would have to hide. So that's like how you saved yourself from them. Perfect. Um, and then some traditions, uh, they would throw, I'm not going to try to say what this word is, but it's like a donut-like dessert filled with syrup, which sounds delicious. Oh, that sounds good. And they throw that and sausages on your roof. And oh sausages. My goodness, I want sausage. And sing like a specific <laughs> song. And I believed like once you did that, they would eat these and leave returning to the work underground. And then another method of produ- or protection was to leave the fire burning in your fireplace. Or you could trick them with a Darth Vader Yule log. (laughs) They probably don't know the difference. Um, For those of you with no fireplaces. Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you don't have a fireplace, they can't get in. Yeah, but... We could just trick them with a colander. Well, if they're magic, like Santa, then they can't get in. So you still want to protect yourself. Yeah. Be careful out there. Yeah, it's a scary world out there. The, um, but so they would like burn the Yule log for the duration of the twelve days, and um, they couldn't go past the fire. And that's kind of what they did in the movie Krampus, but they fall asleep and then it burns out. Spoiler alert! But that's your fault for not having seen that movie. <laughs> Anyways, so that also some areas people throw like stinky shoes into the fire. And the stench was believed to, like, they, they wouldn't want to come. Which uh, doesn't make sense to me because they're already stinky when they like the stinky smell. I feel like they seem like things that would, like, stink. Mm-hmm. But I just imagine, like, you know, Kevin in the office, his nasty shoes, like how the hotel, like, Ew. takes them and burns them or whatever. <laughs> those are the shoes you throw into your fire. Can <laughs> you imagine burning those? That would smell so bad. Ew. I'm grossed out. Yeah. Um, okay, so, then, so, the Calicanceros, they were, according to legend, to believe to be, like, children, like, your child. So, any child born with, during the 12 days of Christmas was in danger of transforming into one of these little creatures during each Christmas season, starting 
with adulthood. It was believed that the antidote to prevent this transformation was to bind the baby in tresses of garlic or straw, which I'd be kind of, I'd be down to, like, be surrounded by garlic. That'd be okay. <sighs> or do, uh, this is kind of gross. Or it's kind of scary. To singe the child's toenails. Ew. Ew. And then another legend was anyone born on a Saturday could see and talk to the uh, Cali Canceros. Oh. I wasn't. I was born, I was born on, on Tuesday. I was born on a Monday. I was born on Tuesday, so. <laughs> but. Um, I, at least I think it was a Thursday. Yeah. I'm I was definitely like born on a Tuesday. But that's what I have for you guys. My little story. But those are my spookier Christmas. Um, did that feel spookier than last time? That's spooky. Yeah, I think so. And now I'm just going to have nightmares when I go to sleep and wake up on Christmas. Honestly, I'm scared it's, after it's Christmas. the 12 scared after days Christmas. after Christmas. The 12th I'm, night. Yeah, the 12th night. Yeah, and definitely January 6th is going to be scary. I know. All caps. I'm scared. I'm gonna be careful. thinking about it now. We're we're gonna do all the tricks. We gotta get yeah. We gotta Call get the calendar outside. Like over our get talk. Yeah. <laughs> Lancelot over like what they do. The like, door frame. Over. Yeah 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 yeah. I got this. <laughs> we can do this. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Crimes Through the Times. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And send us messages and questions on Anchor. Here's a sneak peek of next week's episode. Doodle-loo! <gasps> the- oh, I knew it! I knew it! I put on enough serve, so hopefully it doesn't. Okay, so they go up to her apartment. I don't know, it's on Do Not Disturb, I don't know how to turn that off. Also, guys, here's an outtake from Spookier Christmas. So. Jacob also said, um, that, sorry. <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> okay, anyways, so. <laughs> I don't know, I almost Look at my nostrils. <laughs> We're just laughing about a name. Anyways, um, so...